Just a few closing thoughts as we finish out our time this morning. I have a very dear aunt who a few years ago taught me how to begin to do Christmas shopping all year long, beginning with the sales the day after Christmas. So that, particularly because in our department we can have a very busy time during December, usually by the time we get to the first of December I've done most of my Christmas shopping. So last weekend I spent a fair amount of time wrapping some presents and thinking about what I had bought for people that I love and why I had made the choices that I had made and the responses that I'm looking forward to receiving from people that I've bought gifts for to celebrate Christmas. Do you think about that when you're wrapping gifts? Do you think about the person and what you've bought for them? Do you think about the response you're looking forward to seeing with that person that sometimes maybe it's just a real big smile, sometimes it's the surprise that you're expecting to see. Sometimes maybe even a shout or a scream. Sometimes that the person would cry, that they would be so touched that there would be tears. Sometimes you go over budget, you find just the perfect thing for that person, and you spend more money than you know you should or you really have, but it's just the perfect thing for that person. And you're not sure whether you're more excited about being able to give the gift to them or being able to see their response. You want, you want to be there when they open the gift. And, and maybe sometimes you wonder if you're paying the extra money for the response to be able to get that response and to be able to see it and enjoy it yourself when you get it. And have you ever bought that really special gift for somebody and paid the extra money that you know you're going to have to go without in January because you paid the extra money for that gift? And you're there when they open it and they open the gift and they look at it and it's like, oh... This is nice, thanks. <laughs> and you're telling me, that's what I paid extra money for. I want more of a response than that. Has somebody ever given you a gift that left you utterly, utterly speechless? Have you ever been able to give somebody a gift that left them utterly speechless? I've been thinking about this for the last few days. I think about different instances in my life where that was the case. Um, when I was just a few years out of college, I had um, left college where I finished up in Mississippi and moved to Los Angeles, which was major culture shock. And the first few years after I was here, I had a car that um, got more and more miles on it and gradually was dying and would die at the oddest places around Los Angeles late at night, and I'd be left alone on the side of the road. And one Sunday night, I was on my way to church. I was in a little church over in West Hollywood, and I lived in the San Fernando Valley. And so somewhere on Coldwater Canyon, the car died on the side of the road. And I don't even remember how I got to a telephone that I called the church. And so a couple of guys who were friends of mine came and worked on the car and got it going and got me back over to the church. And they were saying, what in the, you know, we can't have this. What in the world are we going to do about you and this car? And I was like, I don't know. Because I was doing some freelance writing and editing. My background was in journalism, and I wasn't making very much money, and I certainly didn't have money to get a different car at that point in time. And it was about two weeks after that, that about after the Sunday morning church service, that about eight of my friends came and surrounded me when the service was over, and they said, we have something to tell you. And I'm like, what in the world is this? And they said, we have been concerned about you and this car that you're driving. And we have, and there are eight of us, and there are a few more people involved in this who couldn't be here this morning. But we've come to tell you that we've gotten together and we have a plan and we're going to buy you a new car. 
And we've worked it out through Jim's credit union to get the loan, and we're all going to get together, and we're going to make payments until the car's paid off, and Jim's coming over to your house Thursday afternoon to go with you to go look for not a used car, but a new car. And I was utterly speechless. Uh, I think there was long minutes before I could utter a word, and probably there were tears before I uttered any kind of words. Another situation that's absolutely and totally different that I thought about um, had to do with the time, really about that same time, when I was shortly out of college and when I was young and foolish and had done some things in a relationship with a friend that had deeply, deeply hurt her and really damaged her. And it's the kind of thing where you hurt somebody that, that considers you a friend so deeply that, that as a Christian they would wrestle with, yeah, I need to forgive this person, but they would probably really not want to be around you ever again. It's like, just okay, I forgive you, but go away so I don't have to see you because you remind me of this pain and how you hurt me. And that was something like over 20 years ago. And I was thinking about this woman, and she doesn't live in California now, but she comes every couple of years, and she visits other people, and she would never have to see me. But this summer I had the opportunity, as I do every couple of years, to spend a little bit of time with her because she pursues me to do that. And after she went back home, she wrote me a note and said, I'm just really grateful for who God's made you to be, and I'm grateful that we have a friendship, and I'm grateful for what God's done in terms of forgiveness in our lives. And... You know, it's been almost six months since she wrote me that note, and I've had it sitting on a little table at home because I want to write her a note. And I want to tell her what her forgiveness means to me, but I can't find the words to do that, and it sat there for six months, and I will do it. Um, But every time I look at that, I think, I don't know how to say thank you to her in a way that won't be superficial or that won't be the, oh, that's really nice, thanks. I'm afraid it'll come across that way, and I want her to know that her gift of forgiveness has left me utterly, utterly speechless. There have been other times on that same trip with Christy to Russia. Um, we spent a week at a place called Mamantovka outside Moscow, and there was a little Russian gal who served our food every day for a week. Her name was Lena. And the last day, as we were packing up all our belongings and out really ready to get on the bus, and they were loading our things on the bus, and I suddenly thought, we need to give her a Bible. And I don't know why, up to that point, none of us had done that with her. Um, but I grabbed a Russian Bible out of my suitcase, and I ran back to the dining center, and I ran upstairs, and I found her. And she didn't speak a word of English, and we were trying to learn Russian, but very um, primitive in our language at that point, and still are. And so, you know, I handed her this, and I said, Biblia and Paruski, Bible, Russian language. And she, her mouth just dropped open, and her eyes got huge. And she was like, Paruski? She's never, I don't think she'd ever seen a Bible before in the Russian language, and she had certainly never owned one. And she could not believe that I was giving her a gift that she would be able to keep that would be something that she had longed for all her life. And now she was being able to receive that as a gift. And she was speechless. She, even in Russian, she did not talk. She didn't say things at that point. She, her eyes were huge. And, it, and that told me enough about what was going on in her heart. When you, think about, when you think about God, we know that he's spirit and he's not human. But there are times, even the Bible uses pictures where we think about God in human terms because sometimes that's the only way we know how to even begin to understand Can you picture God preparing a gift for you? 
Can you picture him, in a sense, wrapping it and preparing it in a beautiful way to be able to give a gift to you? And can you think about, in a human sense, how he might be thinking in his heart the kind of response that he would long for from you and me as we would open that package and see that gift that he's prepared for us? I want you to, if you have Bibles, you can look with me at one verse that I think tells us something of what the response that God would desire from us. And it is in 2 Corinthians. Second Corinthians chapter nine and verse fifteen, the very last verse there, which says, Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. And I have in the last few days looked up that word indescribable. In every dictionary and every Greek lexicon I can find, and I have asked other people who have greater knowledge of the scriptures than I do, and I've looked in commentaries. And I could give you a lot of different words, but basically it's a word that's not used any other place in the New Testament. It's a word that's not used in classical Greek. It's almost like Paul couldn't even think of a word to use to express what he wanted to say, and he made up a word to use. But it's a word that means... um, indescribable, inexpressible, unutterable, without human words to express or to describe. It's that very idea that you would be so astonished that you would open this gift that God has prepared for each one of us. And when you open it up and you see what it is, it's like, I mean, there are no words to express what would be in our hearts at the astonishment of what God has provided and what he's done for us. And maybe after a time when words would come, that very first word in that verse, thanks, is word order in the, in the New Testament and the Greek has great, great significance. And the very first word in a sentence, it's almost like that's the most important word in the sentence. And that is the first word that's there. It's almost the idea that we would open the gift and look at it. And for, for minutes, maybe in a sense when we look at the gift God has given, that astonishment would be there for hours before finally there would be words that would come. And because we don't know any other way to express it, it would be, thank you. And my question to you is, how long has it been since you looked at the gift that God has given to us with that sense of astonishment and awe and that you don't even have words to say thank you. And that would be just kind of the meditation I'd like to leave you with. The commitment I've made in really reflecting for the last few days on this verse is, God, I would like for this Christmas for that to be a verse, and I don't normally do this, but just for this whole month, I would like to meditate on that verse and reflect on it. And God, whereas there's some sense in which I've been a Christian for so many years that I open that gift at a new Christmas and I look at it and I say, oh, that's nice, thanks. Because I've been a Christian for so many years, there's probably some sense in which I take that for granted and the sense of astonishment is not there in the way that it once was. And I'm asking God this December to renew that sense of awe and astonishment and the deepest gratitude that comes from the very depths of my soul 
What do you think about that this December as you prepare your heart for Christmas? For the response that God longs for from you and me about his gift. Let's pray. Father, when we do truly think about your gift in that sense, the time where we would not just hear together but go off alone and be still just with you, and when we think about what it means that we have been lost and without peace or joy or purpose and destined for an eternity in hell, when we open that package you have provided of your Son and salvation and forgiveness, God, we are without words to express all of what that means. But God, my prayer would be that that we would reflect on that this Christmas and when we do find words, that those words would come from the depths of our soul and that it would be a sense of gratitude that you would receive from us as a gift in return the, the response from us that you have longed for in preparing this gift for us. We give you praise now in Jesus' name. Amen. You are dismissed.